Welcome to the Coffee Kids and Crazy Podcast, a show about creating heart-to-heart connection with your kids. Are you parenting with the Holy Spirit? If you're struggling with that question, the answer is that you're probably not, or at least not very well. Raising children often feels like something you have to do on your own. When you parent without the help of the Holy Spirit, you will find yourself feeling lonely, inadequate, and overwhelmed. What if you had an ever-present helper in time of need? Someone who was readily available with all the answers and knew your child perfectly. Sounds pretty awesome, right? Well, it's available to you. You may not know what to do in every situation, but God does. Today, you'll learn how to partner with the Holy Spirit in your parenting. Your podcast hosts, Brittany Serple and Seth Dahl, are here to answer your biggest parenting questions so that you can become a powerful parent. So get ready for Breakthrough as I welcome your hosts, Brittany Serple and Seth Dahl. All right, well, we're back. This is Seth and Brittany, Coffee, Coffee Kids, Kids and crazy. crazy. We're having fun doing these podcasts. It's always entertaining and great, great conversations, mm-hmm. I feel like, at least. Very so, much so hopefully, yes. you're enjoying it because I'm having a great time. Me too. <laughs> so, um, we're going to start out, of course, with our meme for the day. Um, and for the day. It's a good one. I have to say that, you know, maybe this was a little bit true for me in early days pre, pre-children. pre Me too. <laughs> Definitely for us. Here's what it says. Once upon a time, it's there's no picture. This meme is just the just words. words. Mm-hmm. Once upon a time, I judged how people parented their children. Then God gave me kids of my own. Now I'll never judge how anyone parents again. The end. The ends. The end. I remember being in the grocery store and seeing a mom give in and give her kid some candy or something and letting him rip open the box of this whatever it was and eating it while they're Eat it in the cart. And I was like, no, in, yeah, in the cart. And and I was just like, oh my goodness, like, can you not just have a boundary? I'm like, oh, I've done this. Yep. Sometimes that's the best thing. Here, so, eat your snack. I'll like, pay for it when we get to the She's probably a genius. Is yeah, really what it was. Exactly. You are so wise. I will get you. And a I just thought, snack. you know, something other than that. But oh, thank you, Lord, for humbling us. Mm-hmm. Thank you with so our much. Own children. With our own children, and all these good things. Yep. So today's topic is um, really our relationship with God and how we parent with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Which I think is, I mean, I talk to parents all the time. It's what I do. And I feel like it's always a little bit of a surprise when I ask them the question like, so how are you parenting with the Holy Spirit? Yeah. Or what's God saying to you about this? Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and they've got this like, well, you know, I'm reading my Bible. It's usually my favorite answer. I'm like, that's not what I asked you. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, okay, good, good. Yeah. But it is this, I don't know what it is, but I, I mean, I'm very guilty of it, of just kind of taking it on as my own. Yeah. Like, I I know the answer somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the part that is shocking to me, is that somehow I've convinced myself that raising these children, I should do on my own. Yeah. Or I can do on my own. Yeah. Or I am on my own. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a helper. I don't have... 
an ever-present help in time of need, mm-hmm. readily available for me at all times. That has all the answers. And knows my children perfectly. And the best wisdom that could ever be imparted into me in this moment. Yep. So. You but, know what? There's a verse I love. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where it's at because it's not in our notes and I yeah. didn't even think about it till right now. There's a verse that says, before you call, I will answer. It's in Isaiah somewhere, but... I've had it happen so many times where I'm like trying to figure something out on my own. And then mm-hmm. as soon as I think about asking the Lord, like, hey, what do you, I, the idea yeah. comes. And I'm like, right oh, like you're answering before I even finish my sentence. You were just waiting for me to turn my attention towards Completely. you, turn my heart towards you, even think about asking you and you drop the answer I need. You're just waiting for me to ask. Well, it's like the, I mean, I've heard my dad say this so many times and other pastors, but you know, when you walk away from the Lord and you're living a different lifestyle and you have this moment and it's like, uh uh-huh. And you turn around and there's God. Yeah. Like he never left right behind you. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. Like as soon as I humble myself, that's what I think really this is. When I, when I break it down with parenting with the Holy spirit is it requires me to humble myself Yeah, in a way that I don't necessarily want to be humbled Yeah, because I have to be willing to admit that, don't know the answer or I don't know what to do, yeah. you know? And I think that that's the, you know, that God gives grace to the humble, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that resists the proud. Exactly. Yeah. And it, this is this like, tension right here of if I'm willing to be humbled in this moment of I've got the bad attitude, I've got the anger, I've got all these things instead of leaning into him. You remember uh, when we used to do the children's ministry events mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like for children's pastors they'd fly from all around the world right. they'd come to us they, they're there to learn and i would get up there and say just want you to guys to know we really don't know what we're doing <laughs> yes you tell I think every that's time. <laughs> that's sort of in in my heart mm-hmm. that's like the attitude i want to keep of like i want to stay not like we have absolutely no idea what mm-hmm, we're doing mm-hmm. but like if i stay in that place of i actually don't know you do mm-hmm. it helps me remember to be like oh yeah i've never been in this situation before oh my kid's never been this age before oh we've never had this Mm -hmm. thing happening right but you know exactly what to do i don't know what i'm doing helps me remember to stay in that place of (laughs) like you know and i don't yeah Uh, not it yeah to stay dependent on him too yeah i i think that that's the i think i said this because i spoke at amy gagno's rewire conference which is um the same thing, just change mm-hmm. the name now. Um, and I just was reminding them, like, you are children's leaders and you have access to the greatest source of wisdom. Yeah. And he's always with you. Yeah. So why don't you just tap into it? Yeah. And I think it's the same thing of like just that putting it in front of my face. This is what I have. Why am I not using it? Yeah. But, you know, so we we're going to get into that. We all know. We yeah. do have some stories. We do. About times where we mm-hmm. really needed to tap in. Your story is very intense. <laughs> My story is a little bit lighter. It's a good story. Yeah. But I feel like we have tons of these. I have a lot of these. I could. I feel like as we're talking, like, oh my gosh, I could go 10 so different many. directions. But we wanted to start with your story where you really, really were in over your one. head, mm-hmm. really hard, needed the Holy Spirit, and he really helped you. Yeah. So, I mean... This story, um, I'll give the quickest version that I can with the the biggest highlights. Um, Delaney wasn't doing very well. 
and uh, she was pretty disconnected from Ben and I in this season. And so I knew that there's stuff going on and we were just fighting for connection and Ben and I both just leaning in. I mean, taking turns of being in her room, trying to connect with her, trying to pull her out of this place that she kind of put us in this distant category. So it was after one of those nights where we had a really long conversation that doesn't really feel like it's very productive, but in the end, it's just like we agree that we disagree and we're not moving anywhere. Yeah. So I go to bed and I feel the Holy Spirit say, go in a room. I'm like, no, I just came out of the war zone. I don't want to go back in the yeah. war zone. You know, that's literally how it felt because I was so tired. So I am trying to figure out, I'm wrestling with what I feel is this heavy call to go back in her room. And I mean, I almost didn't go, but I, I, I did, I got up and Ben's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'll be right back. So I get up and I go in her room and I open her door and I see her attempting to cut herself with scissors. And, um, how he, old was she? She was, I believe 13 okay. at the time. And, um, she was struggling in school. She was struggling with friends. She was struggling with um, us and this relationship that she had found this boy that liked her and wanted that and all that stuff. And, you know, so I opened the door to her cutting herself and it's just this, if any parents experience that, it's it's pretty overwhelming because you are terrified and you are incredibly angry and frustrated that your child's doing this. And you're exhausted. And I'm exhausted. From, yeah. Because it was like 10.30 and it was already a long night. And I remember being like, why, why am I in here? Like, Lord, why did you bring me in here for this? Like, I, I, I have nothing to give. And wow. so before I even said anything, I just remember thinking, I'm going to need your help because I cannot even begin to have this conversation without bringing out my stuff, which is that sad, hurt, angry, all of that. And so it was this really crazy moment and probably one of the craziest experiences I've had in parenting because I literally feel like I, I stayed silent and God spoke. That's the only way I can describe it is because all of a sudden the words I'm saying to her are kind, are empathetic are clear are you know but are true yeah and i am navigating with her you know what are you doing you know this is not you you know and instead of bringing any kind of of my again my stuff i'm just leaning in and so but she's her reaction is huge does not match anything that i'm bringing yeah and so Ben comes out and he's like, what's happening? I said, well, your, your daughter's cutting herself. And he's like, what? You know, so Ben starts reacting, which if you know yeah. Ben and I. Yeah. You're is, the reactor exactly. and Ben's the calm one. And, and you're over here I'm with loud. the Holy Spirit, yeah. totally peaceful and calm and, and kind. And, and I said, it's okay. And so Ben stops because he's realizing something's happening because Brittany is not normally like this in these moments. You know, I do my best, but it was definitely God. So I end up giving her talking about how she's partnering with lies in her life and 
this is not who she is. And, you know, I'm, I asked her, I said, I, I'm, you're going to have to sleep in our room tonight. You know, she's fighting me and she doesn't want to. And, but it, again, all of these things that are coming out are, they were the Lord because it was just over and over again, places of staying connected, staying connected, staying connected. And I don't know that I could have thought of all that if I had let my filter of my own earthly pain into that moment. Yeah. And um, so we get to, you know, fine, I'll sleep in your room. And I tell her, I said, I feel like there's a, this is a moment in your life where you're going to either choose to partner with the truth or you're going to partner with the lies. And I cannot chase away the lies for you. You are at an age where you choose to keep them. And yeah. I can't, I can't help you except for tell you the truth. Yeah. You have to chase them away. Yeah. So if I would love to ask you to sleep in our bed tonight with daddy and I and, and partner with the truth that we love you or for you and we're <sighs> here to protect you. Or you can partner with the lies and sleep on the floor. But I can't make this decision for you. But I feel like it is going to change so much from here on out. And so she's like, I don't want to. And I'm like, I love you, honey. But I, ca- I cannot make this decision for you. Because I'm literally just, again, it's, I'm so thankful for the Lord in this moment. So she makes a decision to sleep in our bed. And she's like, just don't touch me. So she's laying on top of our blankets. And yeah. and um, she has her blanket. And the lights go out. And I remember... We turned on the song. Um, Chris McClarney's new album had just come out, and um, Breakthrough was the only song that was out. And I remember playing it, and I just started weeping. I mean, silently next to her, and Ben's crying as this iceberg is sleeping in between us is what it feels like. Yeah. And, um, you know, that marked the day of just kind of such a dramatic shift in how I, I have partnered with the Holy Spirit before that moment in, in different ways and, and discernment. And, but it really was like the words of, of making room for God's words in a way that I'd never had before changed after that. Yeah. And so we walked through a season and Ben and I did together like never before. Um, our daughter's a rock star. She's phenomenal. She's conquered this. She's, I mean, Me I love and it. I had this conversation last night. And yeah. It's like the breakthrough that's come into her life and who she's totally, how she's come out of this and how she is now. And yeah, now like, I, I catch her in her room. I'm like, what are you doing? It's midnight. You go to bed. She was like, oh, I was just reading about Nehemiah. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. I'll let you keep reading. You know, those are the things that we're encountering now. And I think so much of it is because. I was able to get out of my way and let the Holy Spirit come in. Yeah. And that, that has changed so much, especially in this age where she was. My gosh. So. I'm a mess over here. <laughs> now I have to. It is, I think, I think the biggest thing that in that story is, um, obviously it was quick version, but I think really it comes down to believing that God cares so much about your kids. Yeah that he is going to be right there. And family's his idea. Yeah. And he's so for family. So right. he's for them. He's for us as parents. He's so ready. Right. All the time. And I mean, it's like 
literally the winning hand. Yeah. Always. Always available. If you choose to sit at his table. Yeah. So. Dang. Well, that's a good story. <laughs> Rough and good. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so. my friends. I'm like, oh, my. <laughs> well, I last night I told Ben this. I haven't told you, but I told Ben. Her and I drove up mm-hmm. to... We're just letting you guys in. Like me and Brittany are friends for a really long time, yeah. and we <laughs> we're catching up some here. But we're I she drove because she's fifteen in this mm-hmm. like this private road farm. She's practicing her she's driving. She's practicing her driving. So I jumped in the car. We drove up the truck. Drove up to the mailbox to get her shoes or and all this stuff. And I'm just asking her questions, and we're chatting. And I told Ben this last night, and your dad, Danny. I said, you know what I saw? I know she had a rough year a while mm-hmm. back I know it was super hard for everyone I said it looks to me like God protected her innocence and restored mm-hmm. a lot of it and that's you know like cutting that type of stuff it's like oh you're fully not a child anymore. it's like it's almost like that yeah. stuff tries to steal innocence totally. and yeah. childlikeness and trust and all of the stuff included in being a, a kid like wow you but I was like man when I was in the car with her I'm like he protected innocence mm-hmm. that was still there, and it's like he gave it back. Like she still felt like you're yeah. driving me around in a truck, but you still feel innocent. Yeah. And I know what you've been through. Like, oh. Right. Well, and you've known her since she was five. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you've seen all of her innocence, and I, I think that's what we've talked about is the 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 tenderness of her heart of what's tried to rob her in other areas hasn't yeah you know like sure there's been bad decisions and lots of lessons learned as as you do in this stage of life but it's like um every time she says i want to restore that and i don't want to live in that god says okay here you go yeah you can have it back i love it what an amazing story of breakthrough hey if you're looking for breakthrough in your own parenting you need to check out Brittany's parenting course parenting 101 This on-demand video course equips you to teach your children to control themselves from the inside out so they can live in love, connection, and freedom. Fear, intimidation, and punishment are lousy tools for creating healthy, responsible kids. But they may be the only ones that you were given. It's time for some new tools. Visit LovingOnPurpose.com and click Courses to get access to Brittany's Parenting 101 e-course today. Now back to Brittany and Seth. All right, so I'm going to tell a story. <laughs> Please. Mine's a little bit lighter. So our daughter, she's 10 right now. She's always been very prophetic. Like, mm. she'll have dreams, and they'll happen shortly thereafter. So we've just told her, like, yeah, God shows you the future. God shows you what's going on. That's awesome. God lets, and she has a lot of dreams. Lauren's like that. Lauren will have dreams. It's like, just pay attention to Lauren's <laughs> dreams. Pay attention to Brooklyn's dreams. Well, let me know if Lauren has any dreams or Brooklyn yeah. has any dreams about us. <laughs> but like, I will. But like, we've made, you know, she had a dream when we moved to Texas. Oh, like, right. she had a dream that she left school partway through fourth grade. So we just, we were in the process of deciding, are we going to leave at Christmas or are we going to leave after school? And then she has this dream, like, oh, that's your dream. So we made these decisions. They've helped her mm. in her process. Right. You know, it was like, but we're trying to steward her relationship with God. Totally in the midst of our relationship with God as well. But this one time she comes to me because she knows she sees the future. God shows her the future. And so she's like, Dad, I I saw my brother in the future. 
when he's older. I'm like, oh, cool. Mm. What did you see? She's like, he was a really bad guy. Mm. I'm like, okay. So I'm going, help Jesus. Lord like, Jesus, yeah. Now what? Like, she's, you know, she believes I see the future. God shows me the future. And now I'm seeing my brother in the future as a really bad guy. I'm like, okay. And all of a sudden, the Lord gives me this idea. And, and I said, so let me ask you. You see the future. You you hear God. Um, I said, is that, you think that's God's plan for your brother? God's idea for your brother? She's like, no. I'm like, all right, so maybe someone else is mm-hmm. trying to show you their future, the enemy. Yeah. And I, and he gives me this idea about the iPad because, you know, my kids play games on the yeah, iPad. I said, yeah. So have you ever been playing a game and you finish a level and you're like, yes, I beat that level and you're about to go to another level mm-hmm. and you're like ready to play the next level, right. continue your game. And you've had an ad pop up and she goes, oh yeah, all the time. The ads <laughs> pop up all the time. Like, do you like that? She's like, no, I don't. I want to go to my next level. I want to keep playing the game I'm yeah. playing. I want to keep playing. Like, okay, have you ever like an ad popped up and you're like, you click it and you go to download that game or play that game and you totally forget the game you were playing. She's like, oh yeah, that's happened to me. <laughs> like I see these games like, ooh, I want that one. And I click. And so she's now dialoguing with me. Mm-hmm. This is one idea the that's Lord awesome. is giving me in yeah, the moment. Yeah. And I'm like, so you, God talks to you. God shows you things. God shows you the future. You've had this on your life for since you were a small child. Like you, God is graduating. You've passed a level in hearing God's voice mm. and seeing what God is doing in the prophetic. You've, you've passed a level and you're about to go to another level with God. And the devil has sent you an ad to try to get you distracted, to come off of what he's doing, yeah. off of the game that yeah. you're playing so he can get you on the game he wants you to play mm-hmm. and, the, and the app he wants you to download. He wants you to leave your app completely and download a whole different one and forget that you were even playing a playing, game with yeah. God, listening to God, hearing God's voice. And, and she's like, oh, I'm like, so you really want to play that game of what the devil is trying to tell you about your brother? And she's like, no. I'm like, you know, the devil just wants you to agree with him so that he can use your faith to partner hmm. with, to get to create right. that future for your brother. I said, let's, why don't we ask God? Why don't we go back to his game? Mm-hmm. Why don't we go back to his app? The, you're still going to go to a new level. The devil just doesn't want you to go to a right, new level. He right, wants you right. to go to his app completely. Right. And like, and I'm sitting there as we're having this conversation, and she's like processing through, like, yeah, it's totally happened to me. I'm like, wow, Lord, this is <laughs> thank genius. you. <laughs> I feel like a genius right now, and this was not my idea. Yeah. I just aimed my heart, like, what do I do, God? Like, and he's given me, yeah. me this idea in the moment. But she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what God wants for him. God wants him to be an amazing man and a great boy, a great older boy. And mm-hmm. and so we just agreed with the Lord. We came back to the game she was playing, back to the app she was on, went to a new level. Mm-hmm. Like every time you go to a new level with God, the devil's going to try to send a, an ad your direction. Mm-hmm. And you got to decide, do yeah. I switch ad, apps or do I stay here? And so for me as a dad, I was like, okay, this is, you know, I'm very, yeah, I, to me, this stuff matters because it's like, if those thoughts, those ideas, whatever, whether it's a dream, a picture, a word, an idea, all of it, that's the devil's plan. Mm -hmm. 
He wants to get us to agree with him so mm-hmm. that our faith, yeah, we're now partnered with what he wants to do, and our faith is actually helping create it. And and so this relationship with God, not only was it my relationship with God that was mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. this really matters in these moments, but it was developing her relationship with God at the same time and her prophetic gift and her... Yeah. Which I, I just think even, you know, I wonder what the plan was to create even division within her and, and her brother, Yeah, you know, because if he can twist or create jealousy or create any kind of, you know, their relationship to be intention, you know, maybe she starts to believe that he is going to be a bad guy and, and, or maybe she takes his actions and little things and makes them feel real. You know, that those are all things that really kind of you stopped in your dialogue about you know going back to the original app yeah and leveling up yeah (laughs) leveling up yeah that's awesome it was good see this is the part that i think is hard for parents is they feel like when i have these conversations they don't believe that those moments were god yeah totally because it's like out of the box yes and I think one of the mistakes we as parents, we as Christians make mm-hmm. is to think the thoughts that God sends us are our own. Mm-hmm. So we dismiss them or yeah. we, or we don't realize, oh, mm-hmm. that was the Lord talking to me. Yeah. Cause like, you know, to me, it just came as the form of a thought. Like I have an idea about, <laughs> now I knew yeah. I aimed my heart towards the Lord and the idea shows up to talk about this. But I think sometimes we're like, oh. That's not the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's not God. I'm just, and we dismiss it or we don't run with it yeah. because we think it's just our idea. It's definitely, that's the part where I think, again, they just get tripped up on is that mm, that wouldn't be God because it's too out of the box, too creative, too random, too whatever. And But I'm always telling my kids, what's the first thought you have? Yeah. Because God has the loudest thought. Yeah. I mean, I'm always telling them. Whatever the first thing you're thinking, mm-hmm. it's most likely God. Yeah, and and I mean with Delaney because she's got some pretty big self talk that she goes through that she'll talk herself out. Like even with school, mm-hmm. um, she'll go do a math question and she's like, "I changed my answer." I said, "Why?" She goes, "Because I didn't think that I would be that smart." I said, "Honey," I said, "You have the helper who's created you, and he's like, you know this." Yeah, I said, "But then your self comes in." And distracts you. And convinces you to leave the the idea you already had, the answer you already had. Exactly. Which, I mean, this is, when we start to parent in the Holy Spirit, then, you know, I think we get to activate our kids in a new level. Yes. So, and that's been really fun in that, you know, she, she just did orientation for school. And then um, she did, she answered the orientation, all the questions, and they got them mostly wrong. But she said... That wasn't my first question. I, I actually second-guessed everything, and I changed the answer. I said, well, do you know now nervous. how yeah. much God is with you? And and you just need to – what have I always told you? The first thing you think is probably God. Yeah. Why don't you try that first? Yeah. And this brings us to a good – we've – Brittany and I have worked with kids for many years, teaching kids to have relationship with God yeah. and how it works. And so that's one of the things we've taught is when you ask God to talk to you mm-hmm. – as parents, we don't want to say, what did God tell you? 
Because what if it was just an idea and they're listening for God to say something to them? Instead of listening for God to say something to them, asking them, what's the first thing that popped into your mind? Mm -hmm. What's the first thought you had? Yeah. Versus what did you hear? Right. Like, well, I didn't hear anything. (laughs) Yeah. But I had 14 Uh, ideas already. Yeah. And, (laughs) oh, the Lord sent you ideas Mm -hmm, and you're waiting for a voice Mm -hmm. that now because you're expecting a voice, you're actually missing what God's already doing in you. Because of that, but that's one of the rules we have in teaching kids. So we kind of just like move the prophetic from, and stuff like that. Yeah, is, we kind of just move from our relationship with God to our kids. Yeah, but it yeah. does translate. And when they see us living in that place of like, I don't know what to do. Hold on a second, let me no. pray. Or, oh, you know, the Lord gave me that idea. You yeah. know, the Lord really helped me. Like I'm sure you and Delaney talking about this whole situation. Like, man, God helped me that yeah. night. You're actually. It's not just your relationship with God. You're imparting something and equipping them Mm -hmm. to develop their own as well. Which is like probably the biggest takeaway that we could give you right here is, you know, parents, the first thought you have in your head is probably God. Mm -hmm. So don't dismiss it. Um, Start practicing in simple ways. Like I remember in the season of struggle that we were going through with Delaney, I would have these moments where I felt like, oh, something's going on and I need to ask her, but I don't know what to say. Yeah. And so I just started saying, Hey, um, did something happen? And she go, no. I said, okay, well, Holy Spirit's telling me something different. Do you want to try that again? Yeah. And a couple of times she said, no, I'm fine. And then I would just say, okay, Holy Spirit, what happened? And then I would say it and she would look at me shocked. Like you just read my mail. How How did that happen? Yeah. So that happened probably two times. I remember with this look of panic, like, how did my mom really know this? And so then when I would say, what's going on? She, she would, knew. She would if be I like, don't tell you. I had nothing. And I'm like, okay, well, Holy Spirit's telling me something different. Do you want to tell me? And so she would just tell me. Yeah. Because she knew if she doesn't tell you, God will. And, and that was the craziest season because I, I needed that so badly to be able to feel like I could maintain a connection and maintain a place of how to pursue her heart in a way and in the the season later like after that season she's like how did you know i said it's because i trust god yeah i said that's it i had no idea honey yeah it was god that was that was pulling on my heart and i was listening yeah i said and and i know you have these moments so then we would talk about different moments that she was having but she wasn't listening yeah and so again if you can just engage in a way of just quieting yourself. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. Like yeah. I think for parents, instead of going instantly into, wow. I'm going to react to this, just take a moment and say, God, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Holy Spirit, come. Yeah. And then, and then listen. Yeah. I think that's the place of just listen. It's that verse, Psalm 46, 10, be still mm-hmm. and know that I am God. One time the Lord said to me, he said, if you're not, if you don't, be still, you start thinking you're God. Oh, yeah. I was like, really? Like, yeah, you'd never say that, but you're playing God because you're not letting me, you're not being still and letting me remind you mm-hmm. I'm God and I know what I'm doing and I, I'm here to help you. Like, oh, when I'm not listening to God, I can actually risk playing God. Oh, yeah. Like, that's guilty. Yeah, guilty. <laughs> totally guilty. So. But all this to say, too, it's like, wait a second, wait a second. Why would we ever want to try this on our own? I mean, come on. That's why we're doing a podcast so parents (laughs) don't have to do this on their own. What not to do. To me, this is like, 
oh my goodness, mm-hmm. why, why would, would we, we try <laughs> to do this any yeah. other way? Why would we try to do it by ourselves when we have God available to us, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, our ever-present help in time of need? Why in the world would we ever try this on our own? We shouldn't ever no. try. So that is the, um, the takeaway from mm-hmm. today's podcast is go and be still. And know that he's God and trust him. and just, yeah. Run with the ideas he drops in. That's it. Yeah. I think he's that, for you. I think that's a, a really big thing is remembering that that family was God's idea. That he's not, you're not doing this alone. Yeah. And and to stop, stop acting like an orphan in some sense. Yeah. And, and let him, let him lead you like a father. Yeah. So. We well. should, you know what? We should pray <laughs> okay. in this episode. You want me to pray? Yeah, go for it. Father, thank you that you are with us. You are for us. Your Holy Spirit mm-hmm. never leaves us, never forsakes us. You know everything our kids need. You know what we need. Thank you for these stories of hearing your voice, of of getting thoughts and ideas from you. And we pray for every family right now that they would discover again how much this is your idea, how much you're so for them, how much you know. Mm -hmm. God, we don't want to be orphans at all, and we don't want to play God. Yeah, We don't want to do this on our own. I pray for every family that we would remember every day. We are not alone. We don't have to do it on our own. And that every family would have incredible wisdom given to them straight from you, no matter their situation or challenge, your wisdom would be right there in their heads, Mm -hmm. in their hearts, for their kids and families. Amen. Amen. All right, we'll see you guys later. See you soon. Fear, intimidation, and punishment are lousy tools for creating healthy, responsible kids, but they may be the only ones you were given. It's time for some new tools. So visit lovingonpurpose.com and click Courses to get access to Brittany's Parenting 101 eCourse now. If you found this episode helpful, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, give us a rating, and share it with a friend. You can also watch the show on the Loving on Purpose YouTube channel. Thanks for listening.